Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Mikey. We're doing Showgirls today <laughs> from 1995. I don't even know why we're doing this movie because I think you mentioned last week that you were watching it. Uh, Yeah, like two weeks ago. Yeah, so I was like, let's do Showgirls. It's the 90s. I have to say, full disclosure, this is the first time I've ever actually seen this movie from beginning to end. That's so crazy. Yeah, because I've seen clips, but I've never yeah. actually seen the full-on uh, like story that goes on here. So, I'm yeah, sorry. this is a... <laughs> This is, yeah, this is definitely widely received as one of the worst movies of the 90s. Um, It got, um, what was those, uh, sorry to interrupt you, it got those, um, what are those worst awards? Razzies? Yeah, it got like four of them. Yeah, it got like a ton of Razzies. This is directed by Paul Verhoeven, which is weird because he also did uh, Total Recall, Robocop, Mm -hmm. and Basic Instinct. Right, (laughs) So, like, why was this movie, like, so bad? Like, and then my other- I mean, I thought it was kind of shitty, but, I mean, I guess oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk more about it. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not, it, it wasn't, it, the acting was weird. Apparently, these were all choices made by the directors. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it either because, here. okay, so, like, the repertoire that you just mentioned from him, like, mm-hmm. out of all of those people that were in those movies, this movie I'm wondering why Elizabeth Berkeley, who we all know is fucking Jesse Spano from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Like, why she was pinpointed as like the scarlet letter, if you will, because her career never like it never patched up any wounds. No, <laughs> like, she was always known as the yeah. girl from Showgirls. And I'm like, I mean, you had um who is it who is the famous woman in basic instinct oh sharon stone thank you like i mean and she she's went on to like i mean do some choices I as mean, well yeah, but, yeah I mean, oh totally robocop and uh, total recall people. which I yeah mean, she was fine. like yeah. out of all those actors that have been in those movies why pinpoint her because she showed full nudity I think she was well. I will get into the behind the scenes because yeah. there's some interesting people that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. were considered for the these mm-hmm. roles, and I feel like if any of those people, I mean, sorry Elizabeth Berkeley, but like it it was bad. I feel like oh, if yeah, we I had mean, Gina Gershon was amazing, and I feel like if we had a different Nomi, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been a, a way better movie. You think like, so? Yeah, ha- hands yeah. down. And I have to also give criticism to the director and mm-hmm. not just Elizabeth yeah. Berkeley because apparently her over the top acting style was his decision uh-huh. she yeah. didn't want to act like that so i want to know what the fuck paul i need a Zack snyder cut <laughs> yeah right i need someone to recut this and make and like have a i, I would like a reboot i would like yeah. a showgirls reboot because the story is interesting mm-hmm. i'm not yeah the story is actually cool it's just the choices like the i mean there's so many holes there's so many holes and we'll holes, get to that too, but yeah it's just like I mean, it's really weird but i think it's it's worth watching especially for the nc-17 of it all because it's mm-hmm. the first movie i remember being like whoa it's nc-17 like that's right. crazy <laughs> um but yeah that, that my first impression was that i've never seen it and also i have why does kyle mclaughlin look like the evil emo spider-man Yes, <laughs> like his hair is like hair is like half in his face. I, I yeah, I was like, it was like not a fan. it was like freaking like Doctor Blight from Captain America. Like, it was really weird. I, I was like, what the fuck? Why does he look like this? I was like, oh, he's probably hiding half his face because he's embarrassed to be in this fucking movie. But how right? I mean, he actually he was, and we'll get to that too. Like mm-hmm. I have that in the production notes, but. 
His ass. I'm sorry, but it's not his. He used a body double. I don't care. It's I hot. read that. <laughs> I was hot. very disappointed to know that. I was like, really? You couldn't show your fucking ass? Like, and these girls are showing everything? Like, that, really? that reminds me, and I know you don't like Friends, but that reminds me of an episode of Friends when Joey lands a role and they're like, what role do you have? He's like, I'm an ass double. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I guess if your face isn't shown, then who cares? Yeah, right. That's yeah. True. Then it's like, not, no one would even know if you didn't tell them, but that's true. funny. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess, what are your first impressions? You've seen this a bunch of times. I've seen it a bunch of times, and like I was saying off air, oddly, um, I mean, my memory sucks a lot, so I can never remember exactly when the first time I saw this, but I've seen it so many times that it's always been like one of those movies that I would randomly put on in the background, kind of like Birdcage or Nightmare Before Christmas. Showgirls. <laughs> Showgirls. Yeah. Wait, isn't uh to to bring it back to like another funny moment, isn't it Scream 2 when the guy on like in Scream and the oh, guy yeah. the killer asks Randy on the phone, like, what's your favorite scary movie? And he's like, and he's like Showgirls. Showgirls. Absolutely frightening. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh wow, another scream reference. But I mean, <laughs> as as shitty as this movie is, and you said it does have some good plot points, like I recall just being blown away at the character of Nomi and who they casted. Like, yeah. Like I said earlier, Jesse Spano, like She's not the best actress in the world, and but she has a really nice body. Yeah, she's tall like, too. The, the clothes, and we'll get there too. But like the clothes, yeah, the she wears so in the movie, cool. she could wear a body bag. Like, I mean, she looks good. So I have to say, pretty. I'm insanely jealous. So pretty. <laughs> she looks really and, good. Um, I mean, the dancing is is okay. I mean, she can't I, dance I, to save her life. I mean, I'm 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 a, I'm a quasi skinny white boy that's in his 40 almost 40 like and then i don't dance i pull out some xbox moves every once in a while <laughs> but i mean i appreciate anybody that could dance at all yeah this is so, true i mean it was but a yeah, choice I mean, it, it is over the tour it is over the top it is a choice definitely i did um just as a side note a long time ago i did do amateur night at a strip club called wet Wow. Yeah. Marking that down in my off topic <laughs> rant section. And I do have stripper friends. And I mean, even my my ex, Justin, was. Uh, These are male stripper friends. Male stripper friends. Okay. Yeah. Who have actually danced to some of this the, the tracks on this album, by the way. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Oh, wow. But um, bringing it back to um, Jesse, I'm just going to call her Jesse. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you would never, I mean, it's like watching Princess Diaries, right? And then watching the princess of Genosha or whatever the fuck country. Oh, yeah. Showing her titty bitties like in Brokeback Mountain. Oh, you that's know? right. Brokeback. So, yeah. So it's short. It's like kind of scarring for youngsters, but very cool and interesting to see how like those actors lives unfold and continue on. <laughs> no. What did she do after Showgirls? She got well in, in some behind the scenes news. She got dropped by her agent right after this mm -hmm. came out, which mm -hmm. is like, geez, that sucks. Yeah. And, and then she has well, two different colored eyes, too. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah. She has a green eye and a brown eye. I forgot well, what it's she's, called. She's in that reboot of um, Saved by the Bell on Peacock. Oh, okay. Which she's is in that. It's just as bad. Damn. She's also in CSM Miami. She plays like kind of a character arc in that. I used to watch mm -hmm. that show. Um, that's all I've really seen her in, though, that yeah, I've I mean, seen. There's a lot of like guest spots, like one episode, a couple episodes here and there of like different things. 
She oh. is married to the nephew of Ralph Lauren, so good for her. Oh, wow. <laughs> and is. also her most amazing role forever will be in the First Wives Club, where she plays Phoebe the next right. year. Thank God yeah. she got that role. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't say Ooh, no. Pizza. She did Showgirls. <laughs> so at least she got that, because she was amazing in that, which we're going to do probably for Patreon. because this is. And you can like be my mom. <laughs> I know. You can be my mom. But watching oh. Like, but watching this now, though, I definitely have questions about the plot um, of this very sexually charged and very questionable life choice of a movie. Um, like, for instance, like, like, for instance, like, why is she running from home? Why is she an angry person? Like, she's just so angry. Well, she's and- running from home. We find out at the end. I mean, spoiler oh, alert, if you haven't seen it, it's because she's a criminal. And she's like changed her name and she's trying to outrun her past and she was in foster home. So she's angry, I think, because she's been abused and been like on the street her whole life, her whole natural life. And then I was just shaking my head when I was like, okay, girl, you gave into that old silver dollar trick at the casino. Oh, (laughs) you want silver dollars? All of a sudden she's like, oh, she has no money. Yeah, she's no no money. And Um, the fact that the same guy picked her up at the end. Yeah, I know. What are the chances? I was like, wait, were they working together this whole time? And we just, were, were we supposed Watch, to miss that right. plot point? And then I was like, Watch, wait. <laughs> watching the sequel, it'll be like this weird Thelma and Louise type thing. <laughs> they tried to make a sequel, apparently, where it was yeah. called No Me Goes to Hollywood, but no no one would give him the money. I mean, rightfully so. Who the fuck well, I heard two doing? different versions, uh, like two different titles, like No Me Goes Does Hollywood and then Pennies from Heaven. Oh, God. But I don't know if that was like supposed to be the same one or two different ones. I'm, I'm not sure. They just sound like bad porn movies. Yeah. But like, like, I mean, really the character bad. of Molly, right? And we'll get to her because I've got a whole thing on her. But oh, like, Jesus. She, like the actress, like Molly is just trying to talk to the bitch and she's like, Nomi's throwing fries and. Yeah, like, she was so like, mean. Beating up the soda like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> she never said thank you. No. <laughs> Even when she was like, you can come stay with me. Mm-hmm. Never. I was like, what? Girl, just say thank you and cry about it later. Like <laughs> I know. I was like, damn, this is kind of nuts. Like, yeah. What a weird I mean, cast of characters, too. Yeah. Like, we have Elizabeth Berkeley, we have Kyle McLaughlin, mm-hmm. we have Gina Gershon, Glenn Plummer, Robert Davey, Alan Rockins or Rockins, Gina he Rivera, that? he's Tony, who's like oh, one of the right. guys who owns the club, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of random people I've never heard of. William Shockley as Andrew Carver, who's like the worst oh, person God. ever. He is, yeah. Um, but basically, it's just like the three that we know is like mm-hmm. Gina Gershon. And Kyle McLaughlin and Elizabeth Berkeley. Now, Kyle McLaughlin had just done Twin Peaks. Yeah. So I'm really surprised that he did this. And it seems like he kind of was backed into it and he like hated his performance. And oh, um, yeah. he like yeah. the uh, premiere. Yeah. Like that's, ins- I guess we'll, we'll get on to behind the scenes yeah, yeah. now. Um, Cause yeah, this movie I think uh, has more behind the scenes than probably the movie oh, itself. <laughs> yeah, about like the release okay. of the movie. So what did what did you have for this one? Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, um, you go first. Okay. Yeah. So, so first of all, the um, this was originally pitched as a like a quote unquote high end MGM musical. Like Which just is weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, granted, like some of the dance uh, scenes, like with the mountaintops and everything, like that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like as a as a once wanting to be actor, like in plays and musicals and stuff, like I could see it on stage, but I can't see a musical of this movie. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, it wasn't a musical. We didn't have a a, a bit where like she was in the backstage and she would like right. sing. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like but like I always say, I have like such random notes. But um, Miss Berkeley uh, was only paid a hundred thousand dollars to play. What home. the fuck? That's yeah. nothing. She was like you said earlier. She was immediately dropped by her agent after the movie was released. And she regularly worked for 16 hours a day, totally nude in high heels while filming dance scenes. God. Um, the filmmakers originally wanted Madonna to play Crystal and Drew Barrymore to play Nomi. But then after... Huh? What a movie that would be. Right? I have I wanna, to say. It was the casting. That. It was the yeah. casting. Madonna, eh, she's a little questionable when it comes to yeah. acting. I don't oh, think she's oh, as oh, good oh. as she thinks she is. But... Agreed. But... Um, I definitely drew Barrymore mm-hmm. like yeah and yeah that I would And this was that. this was after Scream, right? Before Scream Before. was 96. That's right. Okay. Yeah, this is not I would I would love to see that. Um but then after they both said no, um the filmmakers auditioned Pamela Anderson, Angelina Oh, oh my god. Some chick named Vanessa Marcel? Some chick, she was in 90210. Which one was that? She was uh, Brian Austin Green's girlfriend for a while. David. Oh, no, she has dark her. hair. Yeah, she kind of looks like Valerie. Okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Season, yeah. Um, Denise Richards, Jennifer Lopez even uh, auditioned, and uh, Charlize Theron. I wonder if all of them had the dancing qualifications. Like, I wonder why they didn't get picked. I wonder, like, what was it? Because Angelina was brand new. First of all, I would see Angelina like do this movie now. She still looks fucking incredible. Um well, um well, Jenny McCarthy auditioned, but then they realized that she can't dance. So well, neither can Elizabeth Berkeley. So how fucking bad could Jenny McCarthy have been? They couldn't teach her. I feel like if I feel like if those if the director's choice to make them to make her dance moves more um what's that word? Like like it's all Extra. staccato, but it, it's like, I all feel like, very I feel like weird. if she had her way, like you said earlier, maybe she could have made those dances better. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I also think I was talking to to Jai this morning, and she was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm watching Showgirls." She's like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" At like nine thirty in the morning, you're watching Showgirls. I was like, "Yeah, I'm recording later." I was like, "I have to watch it," and I was like, "This is the first time I've ever seen it." She's like, "What?" She's like, "I've seen this movie so many times. It was like always was on TV." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Why is she dancing like this?" Mm. And I was like, "I'm trying to figure out is this a a style thing because." In 95, there were just different dance moves that were out. Like, you know, it, it mm-hmm. dances really evolved. I was like, and now when I think of like seductive stripper dancing, like this is none of this was hot at all. It yeah. looked like she was having like convulsions. Like her yeah, dancing was like so bad that I was like, oh, is this supposed to be funny? Or like, this is not JLo and Hustlers. Like we have right. such an Girl. elevated sense oh, of, love of strippers now and like exotic dancers that they're actually extremely talented and it's not a joke. Like these women are so good. So I was like, well, maybe it's because stripping is now more mainstream mm-hmm. and like we see it a lot more. And even in flash dance, mm-hmm. like that chick who this guy, Joe Esterhaus is the yeah. writer of this movie who also wrote Basic Instinct and Flash Dance. I was like, well, Flashdance, like, that dancing was good, and that was in the yeah. 80s. Why is this dancing so... Like, what happened? Yeah, what happened? Why did you guys not... It's like you wanted to make a serious film, but you ended up making, like, 
a satire halfway through and you just like stood with i don't know what the director was thinking no. i don't know how we went from like yeah i don't know how we went from basic instinct to this exactly <laughs> Mm-mm. oh and then uh sharon stone sean young and daryl hannah auditioned for the role of crystal um which would be interesting. I want to see Sharon Stone as Crystal. Well, Sharon Stone, I feel like, would be cool, but she also got into some hot water with this director in Basic Instinct because oh, of that famous he? scene. Oh. Yeah, because oh, he the, said the, that it wouldn't yeah. be seen. Yeah, and it was. Also, she was doing Casino at the same time, which is arguably one of her best films she's ever done. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, my God. Scorsese, where she has like that oh. amazing fur coat, and she's like this, uh, like a mob wife. Mm. oh we're definitely gonna do i um, I, I need to see that yeah yeah we're definitely gonna do a casino i want to do some scorsese films on here anyway because a lot of them are in the 90s oh yeah Um, yeah. goodfellas is another really good one but oh yeah casino is oh so good um dylan mcdermott turned down the role of zach um kyle's character oh he's way hotter oh yeah i think than kyle mclaughlin yeah Mm. and and like we were talking about earlier um there were supposed to be sequels I know. Um, however, after this film was so badly received, nobody would give him the money to make a sequel. Um, and it was also told by the director that Elizabeth and Gina have, uh, they were supposed to have like this fake off screen feud to help promote the, the film. Mm-hmm. Like get into character, I guess. Um, I guess people do that. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, they did it back in the day when they had to like hype the movie. Oh, I don't yeah, think they yeah. do it. So now they kind of do it in the more like romantic sense. Like they'll usually put the couple together before mm-hmm. the movie's coming out. So you're like, ooh, like what they're doing with like Tom Holland and Zendaya right now that I don't mm-hmm. believe. I'm sorry. Don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, like they do that now. They kind of put mm-hmm. them together to make you see the movie. But I don't think they do like feuds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, going back to what I was saying earlier. So I found uh, – a, a bit on this website called Lipstick Alley about Nomi. Oh yeah, I mean not Nomi, Molly. Um, mm-hmm. So what is, what is her character? Gina Rivera. Yeah, that's the actress. Yeah. So and I feel so bad for this girl. Like so bad. What the Twenty fuck? years held onto this like pseudo grudge, and she was traumatized by this film. So like in the original film, Molly was written as a chubby white girl, which was okay. Um. And in the, what is it? Oh, yeah. Um, she was, Rivera was hesitant about being the token black friend at first. Yeah. But her first movie role and trusted the director's vision. Oh, God. Or lack of vision. In, yeah. <laughs> um, it mentions, uh, the website mentions that she also uh, walked out during the rape scene at the movie premiere. Yeah. And only saw the movie once. Uh, never talked or promoted the film while it was out because she was traumatized for like the past 20 years because uh, showgirls back in 2020, I think it celebrated its 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Um, But they actually like really punched the poor girl's face during the filming of the, of the scene. They did. Mm -hmm. And her jaw was messed up for like a few years. That uh, scene was so fucking unneeded. So unneeded. I feel and- like we could have had her, we easily could have had um, Nomi herself have like tried to have been approached and and then have like her like beat him up. 
Oh I feel God. like we didn't need it to be her friend yeah, no. gang raped. I'm like, why the fuck was that in there at all? No, and, and when Nomi like later on kicked the shit out of him, I was like, yes, come yeah, on, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, I would, I can't believe she didn't slit his throat. <laughs> like, I mean, what they fucking did. I mean, granted, she didn't know, and then also, yeah, yeah she didn't see or anything. Like, she wasn't there, but. Yeah. But yeah, that scene was like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Like when I was watching it, it was like right near the end. And I was like, oh, okay. She's at this party, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, no. Then I was like, oh, she's going to hook up with the guy. And then I was like, no, no. no. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. It was, it was, no. it was like, I, I still cringe after all this time. And like I said, I mean, like I've seen this so many times where I put it in the background, but I can never watch it. Yeah. You know? I mean, um, not to make it a gender thing, but I don't know that a woman would have made a scene like that no. that focal or that long. We could have mm -hmm. alluded to yeah, it but, in a right. bunch of ways and not have had it that violent, especially when it's the only black character. Like, okay, I, I see yeah. you, Paul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven. Oh, God, what the fuck no. have you done lately? And then uh, Gina also said that uh, she didn't like how they left Molly just like a broken character and yeah, a quote unquote white savior. Yeah, that that is another trope. Oh, he's uh, Dutch. This director, Who, the director. Uh huh. Oh, is he? Yeah. I, mean, I guess with a, a last name like that. Yeah. The next movie you did was Starship Troopers. Like, sit the fuck down, Paul. Right. You really well, lost your shit. In it. Yeah. Yeah, like you really lost your, your fucking mojo. I guess. But uh, just one last note about Gina was that um on this website, like I said, I mean she delves into it, but. She believes that Molly probably would have left Vegas because it showed that it's a place where bad things happen to good people. It is. So um, I, again, like we were talking about, like, I want to see a reboot. Yeah, I, I would be down for a reboot. I want to I want to see the, the holes patched up that I have questions about later. <laughs> yeah, right. I would like a woman to direct it or at least to write it. Like, yes. give us something. Yes. It's from uh, a woman's perspective. I mean... <laughs> I feel like if you're writing stuff that's, I mean, at least have a woman that's writing it and you're directing it like someone somewhere, you know, mm -hmm. to give you some kind of uh, guidance, I would, I would think, but you can tell it's like a male, a super male focused film, but it's, the thing is that it's, if it's NC-17 because of all the nudity and, and some of the violence it's basically nudity, and this is supposed to be kind of directed towards women because a man is not your target audience i don't know if they're trying to make that the target audience but the story is not interesting enough for the average male moviegoer like it's not a porn there aren't even any like real sex scenes in it i mean not really in case you, unless you count the uh nomi and kyle in the pool that was like psychotic though. Like was it was weird. I was like, this is not hot at all. They're thrashing in the pool. Yeah. I was like, this is psycho. Like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, and like contrary to popular belief, like water is not a lubricant. So like when you see all this shit in like pools and stuff, it's not this easy. It's like kind of not this uh, it's just crazy. Like I know, and it's weird because it's like side note, like the 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 people that I've hooked up with always want to like shower. And I'm like, no, no, it no. doesn't like, Thank you very much. 
<laughs> the movies have tricked everyone. Yes. Um, and a perfect example is in Clueless when like D turns to Ty and she's like, have you ever done it in water? She's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> and she's like, does the sponge work in water? And then she's like, oh, and then that's when you get like the mo- the like voiceover from Cher where she's like, yeah. what's going on? D asking Ty for sex advice? Ty being the most popular girl in school? <laughs> it was like, oh, pretty murphy. But uh, what, do, what do you have? I know I had a lot. Oh, no. Oh, good. I'm glad that I have some other ones. Okay, so I have the the main uh, boring stats. Or the budget was like $45 million, which is kind of insanity, I think. I mean, I don't know what they use it for. Maybe like Vegas like lights or something at night. Um, the box office was $37.8 um, worldwide, so it did not like reap the benefits but it did make a hundred million on home video so i have the belief that i think a lot of guys were probably too embarrassed to go see this in the theater and they all rented it because like what else would what else would you think would uh give it like a hundred million dollars on the other end because it just made nothing up front yeah that's crazy right so i'm assuming people like watched it on video uh rotten tomatoes gives it a 22 percent, which is oddly not the lowest thing i've seen on rotten tomatoes didn't we review i feel like we reviewed a movie and it had like five percent i was like what what was that i don't know but it was something recently that we did and i was like whoa this is like the lowest score i've ever seen and it wasn't that bad this movie arguably i think was worse rating wise but i don't really remember what that other one was um audience gave it 37 so that's a lot higher than 22 a bit higher yeah imdb 4.9 out of 10 so it's about like half and half uh, we already talked about the casting. I think it's interesting that Denise Richards uh, tried out for this. I believe she was a was, dancer. Was this before Wild Things? Yes. Wild Things was 98. Okay. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was interesting. Angelina mm-hmm. Jolie, I think had, she had either was up for Hackers. Hackers came out in 95. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. like this was probably one of the movies that was going to be her big thing. I'm really glad she did not do this. And Hackers was her first one. And then the more like risque thing that she did was that movie Gia, um, which was like 98. And that really fits her, I think, so well. I've only seen that once. Oh, my gosh. It's literally the second most played episode on the podcast is Gia. That's awesome. Number one is Kids, if anyone wants to know. Kids is the most popular. But number two is Gia, which is crazy because I didn't think anyone had seen that movie. If you have HBO, it's an HBO film, so it's always up there. It's incredible. I think she won the Golden Globe for that for that movie. Um, Pam Anderson, I would have loved, but I don't know if I see her as a dancer. But I can't remember. What was that one crappy movie that she did where she was like... Barbed Wire? Thank you. Was she a dancer in that? I totally forget. Uh, or just a superhero type. I think she was like a superhero type, right? I don't think I've ever seen that all the way. We should watch it because Barbed Wire, like, she looks really dope in it. She does. Um, I'm going to gonna Google amazing. it. I'm going to Google it right now. Barbed Wire. Her makeup in wardrobe is amazing. That was what? 96. That one is a sexy nightclub owner. Oh, barbed wire. Moonlights is a mercenary in Steel Harbor, one of the last free zones in the now fascist U.S. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I don't know if I need to see all that. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> too real. Yeah. That got a 27% in Rotten Tomatoes and lower than Showgirls on IMDb, 3.4. So it is a, it's actually a dark uh, horse comic book series. 
Oh, that's right. Barbed wire, yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently there was a second American Civil War in 2017. Oh, hell no. This is too much. <laughs> it's like too much. The plot of that movie is like too real. So, um, so yeah, I, I think it would have been cool to have Pam Anderson like in there. I, yeah. I don't think maybe for the star, but I think uh, it says Jenny McCarthy obviously was considered for the role. I, I don't like Jenny McCarthy. I never have. I she, seeing this movie, sorry to interrupt you. No, it's okay. Seeing this movie and seeing Elizabeth Barkley and Gina Gershon, like I can't imagine. Um, yeah, I can't imagine her in that role. In any of those, no. like the main ones, that, not even Molly, you know? No. Mm-mm. I don't see it. I, I really don't see it. Um, and also, like a, oh, what? Maybe, sorry, maybe like as a patron watching the show. But. Yeah, maybe. Or like talking about it. But yeah, I don't yeah. see her in that. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And then my last note that I have was, this is so crazy. The studio actually thought it was going to be a massive hit that they like took a chance on giving it the NC-17 rating early, which means that Paul Verhoeven was allowed to direct an NC-17 rating and not kind of like wait for the people, the ratings people to see it and rate it. So mm-hmm. it was really weird that he knew going in that he had this kind of license to do whatever. And even right. in that, you still couldn't fucking knock it home. It was like awful. And also it's the only NC-17 movie to open like wide to theaters because they really thought this was going to be, oh, wow. you know, like a big deal. Yeah. That was going to be like a flash dance. Huh. And I think that's what they kind of thought it was going to be like a more like a nineties version of that. Who knows? <laughs> and um, yeah, the fact that she got fucking dropped after her, after the movie was that's released really sucks. Yeah. Poor Elizabeth Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, but let's get on to the literal most exciting part that I have the most notes is the fashion because I kind of love it. <laughs> I, I, I do. And I love, like, all of Nomi's stuff. And- all of her stuff. This is Ellen Miro- Mirojanek. I'm not sure how to oh, say her name. Designer. Yeah, the costume designer. And then also I want to give a shout out to the beauty people because the hair was Marie Ange Ripka and the beauty was Dave Craig Forrest. Mm-hmm. Incredible makeup and hair. I right. had no idea until I saw this actually on an Instagram post that the show Euphoria is literally taking mad inspiration from this movie because oh, that's awesome. all of the girls have like the the rhinestones like on their lash line and then oh. they have stuff like in their hair in the straight lines exactly like Nomi and Crystal have. I had mm-hmm. no idea. So it's really fucking cool that at least there's some kind of, you know, influence all these years later. But what did you like? Did you like any certain fashion moments? I don't I don't have as much as you and I wanted to do more and then I just kind of like run out of time. But um I love oh. Nomi's I I love Nomi's look in the first scene. All mm-hmm. of it. Like a leather jacket with the tassels, to her jeans, oh, her flower it. her flowered shirt underneath that she like does the tie that everyone did back then. Yeah. Um excuse me. Um her boots, her hair. Her makeup, she just looks so badass in the first scene, right? Mm-hmm. And then it kind of gets a little weird personally. Like, you know, just like as, <laughs> as a character. Like, it just goes like a roller coaster of like up and down, like, ooh, choices. Um, uh, but, yeah, there's definitely some weird choices. <laughs> um, I love the red-pink uh, fringe dress that Molly Oh, yeah, that like, short one. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I mean, let's face it, like, Jessie, sorry, Miss Barkley has an amazing body. And like I said earlier, like, 
she can wear almost anything and it looks amazing. She literally can, yeah. Um, the same thing with Gina. Like, I love her gold-plated, um, glitterified g-string looking thing yeah or see her like i have one just like it <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um i love you probably do I, I probably like, you're do. like laughing i'm like you probably do um i like i love molly's wardrobe too like her i don't know what you want to call this like her jumper with the purple flowers Oh, yeah. I hadn't really noticed much of her outfit. And the, the blackened tank top that she has underneath. I don't know what that is. It's like I've seen it on, like, Living Single. I've seen it on... Oh, like, yeah. That combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very 90s. Very 90s. Very mid-90s. <laughs> I mean, you can't really say anything about the men because they're all, like, suits, you know? Yeah, what did Kyle McLaughlin... He had, like, a sport jacket or something on. I didn't really notice. Yeah, I mean, nothing was really flashy. I mean... The gold costumes were cool, but like it was more just Nomi and Gina and Molly's characters. Like, yeah, that's true. everything they wore. That that black Versace dress. <laughs> Versace. Apparently, that was her idea to mispronounce Versace. I think that's where we mm-hmm. in the gay community get it from, unbeknownst. Oh, is it? I think so. Is that, do you say that? Is that a common, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A common thing in the gay community? It could be in the straight community too, but I know in the gay community for a we have no community, (laughs) there's no community (laughs) that everyone has just like teased it and been like, oh, you mean Versace? So, that's so funny. I honestly think, and I could be wrong, please let me know, listeners out there, but um, I think it originally came from Showgirls. Oh, wow, okay, okay. So it still has lasting impact, not just as a complete joke, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's really yeah. funny. Like you said, even in Euphoria, which I have to see, but I mean, they get inspiration from this, right? Like you totally, said, so, yeah, they yeah. totally have showgirl makeup for like everyday life, like going <laughs> to school. Like, yeah, I mean, it it makes sense that they're all yeah. the most. Uh, it's also like showgirl in general, like showgirl makeup. You know, when you're on stage, you wear really insane things to catch the light. So you wear lots of glitter. You wear rhinestones. Like, you don't wear things you normally wear on, like, a, you know, like a regular trip to the grocery store. Or maybe yeah. you do. <laughs> I, I, mean, don't, I don't. And I know this isn't really fashion, like, wardrobe. But I had this in the in the notes anyway, is I want Kyle's uh, mansion or whatever. That oh, is. dude. Oh, love it. <laughs> I want the dude's uh, hotel room at the end. Uh, oh, the, the, the singer. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like Liberace. It's yeah, really cool. Totally. I totally like that. I'd like to stay there. I don't think I'd like to live there, but I'd like to stay okay. there. <laughs> really cool. Uh, Kyle's mansion was like so 90s. Yeah, and very. like the pool it reminded me of the, the house in Clueless. Yes. There's like the big mansions that are white with the columns. With and the, like, without the kids throwing up on it in the side. <laughs> Ew, I know. Oh, God. No, that was at the Val party. That was in the oh, Valley party. Right. Yeah, no. Cher had that. Remember she had that pool that had all those statues around it? Yeah, and he was like, oh, look at these statues. Like, yeah. That's a totally what it reminded me of. That's funny. But that's all I have. What do you That's all you have? Oh, wow. Okay. So I have a decent amount of notes. I also pointed out the black fringe leather jacket in mm-hmm. the beginning, which is cool with that floral shirt. Um, I just love, I just wrote Gina Gershon's everything, her makeup, the jewels in her hair, like in the straight line. Yeah. 
yeah. That, and I think also later on, Nomi has it too. And also the chain mail, which was oh, so big in Versace at the time. It was Love everywhere. It. Like she had the chain mail. Like all the girls had the gold ones yeah. in the beginning. I thought that was so cool. And they had a silver one. Like they had all the different chain mail fabric, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Uh, the red lace top that Nomi has on where she's doing her makeup in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And she has this amazing, like, blue false eyelashes with this, like, purple liner, like, glitter liner. It looks so cool with the red. And it's just casual. I think she's just doing her makeup. I think it's when she's in the strip club still. She's mm-hmm. not in, like, the Stardust. She's just in the strip club. But it looks so cool. I love that together. I love all of the dancers behind the scenes outfits. I just love what dancers wear when they come, like, their street clothes when they come in. They always wear, like, really small baby shirts or, like... Like, you know, shirts that are tied, like how everyone used to tie them, cut off shorts, the leggings, like there's kind of like that incorporation of, mm-hmm. of the tights and then, you know, your street clothes. I think it's really cool. I like that. I love her like wrap tops. Like Nomi has a few. She has a red one that's oh, a wrap yeah. like, crop uh-huh. top. She has a purple one that she wears with the tights when she does mm-hmm. the the Stardust uh, routine, which is really yeah. cool. Um, I also love that the look that she has when she has the red bob wig. I think she looks great in like red hair. Oh yeah. 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 I thought it looked cool. She also has that chain like halter. It's like made out of like chain with the little like blue glass pieces. I think the other girl has a green one. Is that the one? Is that the scene where she pushes her down? The uh, yes. No, no, no. That she has the black on and that she has that motorcycle thing on oh, and that. Yeah, no, okay. this one is when she, she's dancing at like that boat show. Oh, and yeah. she's on top of the boat, and the girl has the green one on, and that's yeah. when the guy was like, "Hey, come back to our room. We'll pay you thousand oh, yeah. dollars." It's that outfit. <laughs> it's really cool. I love that. Um, I love the the actual outfit that Gina Gershon's wearing, or like Crystal when she takes her to lunch, and uh-huh. she has on the big the cowboy hat. Yeah. She has on like a cropped, studded leather jacket, that Versace kind of like chain belt, mm-hmm. and it's like cropped, and she has like a silvery kind of like bronze shirt on it's so fucking cool i love that she's always in jewel tones uh gina grishon she's always in like gold and silver and bronze it's just really really fucking cool um another one i love is that black wig which is what she's wearing when she pushes her oh yeah and it's when they have that motorcycle like that motorcycle dance where oh, Gina Gershon comes, yeah, yeah, the people have the motorcycles. It's like exaggerated, yeah, so <laughs> cool. Like the S and M, like like total strapped outfit. Like it looks really fucking cool. And she has mm-hmm. the black wig, and she has her makeup has these two red jewels like under her eyes. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I love her makeup in that one too. Um, and then I have a lot. Like I, I love all of her stuff. The her starring role outfit once she gets the starring role, and it's all like gold and the uh, glitter yeah. in her hair and all over her like the front it's just it looks so cool mm-hmm. and then she has the little press conference and she's standing there in the robe and she has all the out like all the stuff on it's really cool um and then the end that blue metallic which i think also is versace oh, the, jacket. the jacket and the skirt i thought it was a dress yeah. but it's a skirt i love that's like i'm pretty sure that's versace i'm pretty sure most of these clothes are versace Mm. I'm not actually I should have probably looked this up um but yeah I think so because that I remember seeing in an ad that like metallic blue they had a metallic pink one they had the metallic silver and I think like Claudia Schiffer and all them were wearing that 
um it's just so rad the leopard mini set at the end when she beats up the guy and it's like a leopard like it's like a long sleeve leopard uh shirt with that's like crop and then she has a little mini skirt when she beats up that guy i think that's dope and then the end i love that zebra metallic shirt she has on when she's yeah. hitchhiking oh i, I love that so yeah. cool yeah i love the fashion i i really didn't think i would love the fashion as much as i did i i kind of just thought it was gonna be you know like there and cool but i really love the fashion in this so visually i think it's it's great if you just haven't seen it and you want to see it it's on tubi by the way for free um yeah in case anyone wants to watch i should have mentioned that earlier um yeah okay so let's go on to music you have more than what i do i only have the david bowie song that i heard in the club i mean i can i can go through the i can go through the tracks if you want um i think and we were talking about this off air was that like a lot there are those movies that have a really good balance of music and have like an amazing soundtrack, amazing movie, like A plus throughout. There mm-hmm. are some movies like this one that are worse than the soundtrack and they have a banging soundtrack. So in my opinion, like this soundtrack is banging. Um, banging. 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 <laughs> um, like we have the Sisters of Mercy with Doing What I Do. Um, we have Swell, who I've never heard of, but... Um, with don't give we've got david bowie with afraid of americans yeah i knew that one we've got, um my life with the throw kill cult um with uh this song called emergencies about to end no i never sorry. i never, never I didn't hear start, them but, yeah i mean sometimes you don't hear i mean actually like even if it, it is a bad movie or a good movie most of the songs are on the soundtrack because you know they want to get that money and stuff yeah, like that yeah they so sell the not necessarily in the movie which is very disappointing for us because we like we like that like even flow through yeah you like to be able to notice like oh i remember this part in the movie you know yeah. when you hear the song yeah. right exactly because we we've even done uh episodes of yours that were like, this is perfectly placed in blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know? So I can't really say with any of these songs that, you know, they're perfectly placed because I, you know. But it's it, it's a really good soundtrack. You also have like U2. You have, you um, <laughs> uh, I mean, very 90s band, you know. <laughs> yeah, super like um, 80s even. I, I pronounced this band wrong earlier, so... Correct me again. It's Susie. Oh, Susie and the Banshees. In the Banshees, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're amazing, and I feel like because I've never really got on their bandwagon. Oh, it's cool. I feel like they're on a lot of soundtracks. They're in a lot of like, like she's in just a lot of movies in general. Like her, the songs and stuff they do. There's a really good uh, use of a Susie song in, uh, well, uh, what is it called? Fucking uh marie antoinette oh yeah the hong kong garden that that's them you know hong kong oh, mm-hmm. uh then they also have spellbound which is really good one of the songs is in like horror story like oh. one of the horror story seasons had a susie song because i was like oh weird cool oh um, i forgot which season though but it was it was good it was cool Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty much I like all I have. Like I said, though, to you after, uh, actually, before we started, I feel like at least you should just listen to the soundtrack once. Yeah, yeah, I am. It's one of those inspired by the song. It's almost like inspired by the mm-hmm. film. It's not like really throughout. Right. I mean, you do have like toward the end and like most soundtracks, you'll have like a little bit of the score. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's so cool. they do have the beginning where we see Gina in like awful like glitterified geesh and everything mm-hmm. like that. So that that um musical number, if you will, without obviously the lyrics, like there there's that on the soundtrack as well. Oh, okay. So, so you, you know, you're like, that. oh, I'm there at the Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So, so I, I love the soundtrack. Cool. Well, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna actually listen to it. I'm gonna put it on today. I highly recommend that for for anybody. And like I said to you earlier, a lot, not a lot, because I don't have that many stripper friends. But people who have stripped uh, in the past have actually like stripped to some of these songs. So I think that's really cool. That's yeah, and and that's because of the nod to Showgirls. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. That's cool. I was gonna say, oh. what are the big songs that are big with? male strippers i mean i don't even know with like oh, women God. strippers I mean, anyway but are there certain forever. songs that people always do it's been forever since i've been to a, a strip club um but like pony by genuine is a good one mm-hmm. um i mean that that's that's over overplayed but it's a it's an amazing song especially the strip too is that is that because of magic mike or was it big before that and that's what oh, they it was, used it was it totally in, big before that oh okay so that's why they mike, used it in magic, magic mike, mike definitely like helped it and like regurgitate you know if you will oh yeah resurgence <laughs> regurgitate, resurgence. god <laughs> you know whatever i think they're doing another movie though oh shut up magic mike three yeah i no. think he said it was going to be the last one did I tell you I was watching that um, reality show? Oh, like, yeah, for research, <laughs> right? <laughs> half How of, is half, it? Half of that, I, I stopped watching it, but like half of the ones that try out are actually really hot. And are they then, good like, strippers, though? I think male strippers are really cheesy, but... A, I mean, some of them are. I mean, the good thing about the reality show is like they actually have the uh, the dance instructor. Oh, well, that's cool. Come in like you know do the thing with you is and then channing there he pops in every once in a while and so does dimage uh mike oh my god what is his name the big beefy one that was in um uh true blood uh oh joe maganello thank you the one is married to sofia vergara right yeah 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 not the other there's that other big dude in that movie who's like a big dude i don't know his name but oh, it's like man, a wrestler yeah. <laughs> he's like really big yeah, I know he's like um, one of the guys in that movie. So wait, they, do they win like a strip show, or do they win like a? There's um so there's an actual there's a couple of different ones in different cities. There it's actually called it's a strip show called Magic Mike. Oh oh so I see. So they try out to be whoever him. wins gets to do the tour or something like that. Oh okay, that's cool. Shows yeah. And wait, um, didn't Channing start out as a stripper? Yeah. Tatum? Yeah, I was gonna say. So he's like like a pro in like the amateur circuit. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean I can't think of, I can't think of any other songs other than Genuine and but this definitely has a nod throwback to I mean, oh god, even what is that movie with um Kate Beckinsale and she plays a vampire? Oh uh oh, fuck, not Van Helsing. What the fuck is that, no. that movie? Underworld? Underworld, yeah. Like that soundtrack, as I'm just, I mean, this is just me right now thinking about it, is they have an amazing soundtrack that you could actually strip to. Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, wow. Blade also has a sick soundtrack that uh, it's not really a stripper soundtrack, but I was just thinking of like vampire movies now, like. Oh, no. <laughs> Blade. <laughs> yeah. 
this is how we do we get off rants and then i know we're like on topic <laughs> thinking about like strip albums like what uh, has a good strip album but speaking of strippers and, and strip clubs like i have always wanted to go to a straight strip club i've never been we're, we're, like a woman one like a woman one yeah oh those are like i mean i've been to the guy ones that are just yeah. awful but i've been to more uh-huh. women ones they're really fun yeah yeah they're way better and not to mention i mean back when i went a while ago i, I went to like one or two in dc because they just served alcohol and they didn't card me um mm-hmm. so that was a big reason why i went i went like two or three times because we me and my friend we just knew that they didn't card us but but um but yeah and i would go and that was like kind of a low rent one but then i went to one in new york and i went to like scores and it's like the really nice one and i was like damn these girls are really good like they're actually really good dancers and like doing a pole is not easy. So like big ups to anyone who's doing that, like sliding up and down that and making tons of money looking amazing. Like you're like working out as long as no one's like grabbing you. I mean, True. it seems to be, I mean, granted like that doesn't always happen, but it seems well, to what be. Was, what was the one role at the one role at the cheetah where she's like, I, you can't touch me, but I can touch you. And yeah. I touch yeah. yeah literally like it's it's really gross when you think about it also i had questions about that which we can get into because we're on to favorite scenes in line so uh my first note i have is just that how is this a private dance when it's like a massive room other people are in the room and there's a window yeah like i was like private dances are in small rooms and it's literally just you (laughs) like that's why i was like this is not a private dance yeah yeah i was like this isn't a private dance this is like one corner of the room like a section yeah (laughs) yeah i was like okay um yeah so what what were some of your favorite scenes or what are your um standouts so i've got a couple of favorite scenes with quotes and then i just have like some random quotes that i liked oh okay cool um, if that's cool. Yeah. Um, one, the first one is toward the end of the movie when Crystal and Nomi are in the hospital. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. Crystal said, there's always someone younger and hungrier coming down the stairs after you. <laughs> it's weird how I picked this quote for my first one because it definitely rings true on all entertainment like fronts. Mm-hmm. Shit like business. Like this oddly rings like for me in the drag industry. Like I swear for God, like even if it were a thing that they could get away with the gen z baby drags mm-hmm. the baby like, drags like, baby drag would definitely push these more like seasons queen queens down the stairs to get on top would like, they really i feel like they would <laughs> like even i honestly feel like they were not to be shady but like they would i mean because it is a very cutthroaty world out there and you will do depend i mean i don't care if you're like the the happiest person alive you will do what you can to get on top sometimes you know yeah i mean it's a very it i mean entertainment is like i feel like everybody wants to do it oh everybody yeah like i mean shit even some of the seasoned professionals like a, with the queens and everything kind of do that in other ways just to stay relevant like wow. like that oh yeah like the drag community as much as entertaining as much as entertaining as it is and I, I love to be on stage and whatnot, as you know. But um, they will... I've heard of people getting blacklisted. <gasps> just, Why? Just to, like, have that queen stay on top of things and be in wow. charge of those. Oh, yeah. They will They will be like... Okay, so so I'm, I'm in charge of, like, say... Um, I don't know. Say Freddy's, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, Lauren can't work here anymore because 
she uh, she has too many sexual jokes that aren't funny and people will complain, even if that's not true. Even if no one has complained. Correct. Because oh. I'll be like, oh, well, she's younger and I can see that she wants to take she wants to take my role. Uh, uh-uh, I want to stay here. Oh, like RuPaul. Yeah, she never literally yes. wants like I've been <laughs> saying for years. And like, you know, if you're listening out there, RuPaul uh, producers, why do you not have a guest judge every week? That's one of the former queens. Just I that. don't understand it. Every week you could have a different one and yep. a celebrity. Why can yep. we not have someone who knows what it's like to do all these challenges? Yep. But no, Ru's got to be on top. <laughs> but, you know, well, I mean. Speaking, I mean, speaking of what I said before, like, I don't name names because it's Monday before drink o'clock. So, <laughs> yeah, it's early. We don't want to get sued. <laughs> um, right now. <laughs> Everything's um, a legend. But, but the second scene that I have is uh, when Al um, and Henrietta, a.k.a. Mama, mm-hmm. like, didn't know me at the Stardust. And Al goes, oh, yeah, she looks okay. And then Mama goes, she looks better than a 10-inch dick and you know it. Yeah. <laughs> like that one <laughs> i fucking love it it's i've very- heard that before and i, I oh, really? yeah i've heard that and i'm sure it's probably from this movie yeah probably yeah oh I mean, my god it was in party monster was it didn't seth green say it was better than a 10 inch dick and you know it i swear I to god he said it in party monster oh wow that's so funny i'm picturing like him saying it in that oh, voice i could totally <laughs> see him say it too. yeah i'm like um, i so think he's uh, it's funny the third one um i also like the scene at the cheetah um, where mama tells one of the guys, <clears throat> excuse me, honey, you could never handle me with all these wrinkles of fat. Why? You'd never find the thing. I'd have to piss on you to give you a clue. I know. Ew. <laughs> so gross. I mean, it's, a, it's okay. Like we, it's what, funny, like, but it's just gross. About? It's, it's such a bad script. It's so bad acting, but you can't help but laugh at some of the shit that comes out of these people's mouths. Yeah, it like, is kind of as, funny. Um, which which brings me to my my other scene, which uh, has Tony Moss as um, when he's like lining up the girls for their auditions, mm-hmm. and it's so bad and it's very and it's so degrading. But he plays such a great asshole, and like all these one liners are like hella funny. Even like I said, are even though they're disrespectful and degrading. Yeah, he looks at this one chick and he's going down the row and he's like finding imperfections and he's like he goes to this one chick and. She's like, oh, yeah, I fixed my nose. And he's like, well, your ears are sticking out. Go fix them. I know. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. But, and then he's like, see ya, bye. But then he looks at this one one other girl and says, come back when you fuck some of this baby fat off. Yeah. What the I'm fuck? Like, it's, so, it's so fucked up and it's so degrading, like I said. But at the same time, at that moment, you're just like, Jesus, this is kind of funny in a weird ass backwards way. Yeah, it is kind of funny, but because I I can people, see why people didn't like it. Because people are like this. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, so it's like one of those like bad humor, like this is reality of how bad people can be. Which I think is what the overall theme of the movie was trying to really mm-hmm. show, like the exploitation that exists when you're in this like seedy world and when you're in this like you know, you're, you know, all the showgirls like who come to Vegas or, you know, people go to LA and they want to be actors. Like it's the same thing. It's like, you kind of have to work your way up in the dregs and like deal with like really awful producers and directors and casting people like treating you like shit. Like that's what I think it would have worked a lot better. And also there was another note that I saw in the, um, 
in the behind the scenes on IMDb, and they said that the director thought that it would have been in hindsight, he would have written a thriller aspect and there would have been some kind of murder mystery that Mm. also would have been great if she had killed someone. And that's why she was like on the run and she kind of like buried herself in this seedy world. But it would have been really, the way I would have done it is I would have had her like be on the run. Like she killed someone and wherever she was before she comes there to kind of blend in, but then inadvertently she gets like thrust into like, you find out she's really good at this and then she gets yeah. thrust into this massive light. And then all of a sudden she gets caught at the end because now everybody knows who she is and yeah. they like figure out what happens. But, um, but yeah, but they kind of did it the other way. Like she kind of wanted this, she kind of wanted this life. And it seems like the way that they wrote her in the beginning, that she kind of would step over anyone to yeah. get what she wanted. It seems really weird that she would have left town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because of the assault of the girl, which yeah, glad yeah, she like did. She but I feel like she'd be like, "Fuck God. that!" Like yeah. that wasn't me. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm. Yeah. I got here. I knocked the girl down. She wouldn't just let some other girl come and eventually take her place. Yeah, I feel no. like she should have stayed there. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, especially like after we saw her billboard. Like yeah, on the way out, or she would have yeah. done porn. Yeah, I feel like at that point, like '95, this was like almost during the Pam and Tommy situation. Yeah. When, like, porn stars, like, what's her name? Jenna Jameson. Like, they started to become, like, famous in the mid-90s. I thought that maybe they would have asked her to do porn. I thought that would have been one of the things of the story where, like, she was a dancer and she was topless and naked. But then when someone, like, tried to get her to do porn, she was like, no. Like, absolutely not. I kind of thought that that would have been the way the story would have gone. Yeah. Um, Because it just seems a natural next progression as far as, like, in that world. That's kind of what they assume. Or in those movies, that's kind of what they assume, you know. But, but yeah, I, th- I thought the the writing was just weird. It was like all over the place. Oh, oh, totally all over the place. And I only have like one more scene. But um, I like the scene with the two dancers. I think it's like Annie and Julie. Yeah, Annie and Julie when they are backstage at the Stardust, and I think it's like right before the first performance. We see them like getting into a costume, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Julie goes, and I think Julie's the one with the the she has the, the braids. The braids. Yeah. yeah, she's like. You fucking slut. You touch my makeup again and I'll fucking kill you. Julie goes, I'm a slut. Why you fuck that kid from the pizza place? And he goes, why you fuck the meter reader? And Julie's like, bitch, you're fucking dead. <laughs> so funny. And they're all you know, freaked I mean, out about the monkeys. They're like, these monkeys oh backstage. Actually, it smells so to, bad. And I forgot to put this in the production notes, but apparently that was the only thing that irritated everybody was like the monkey smell. Ew, that's so... Out of everything that happened. Out of everything on that movie. Yeah. God. (laughs) I was like, I can deal with the monkey smell if I can get my way out of the uh, rape scene. Yeah, right? I'd be like, I'll totally do that. Like, that's totally fine. How nuts. (laughs) I've been around worse. I have a dog. (laughs) Oh, I mean, not in a bad way, but like when he farts, oh my God, girl, (laughs) run for the hills. Run for the hills. (laughs) Anyway, um, sorry, those are all my scenes. <laughs> cool. Well, I don't have any, like, actual favorite scenes. I just had, like, notes. I yeah. talked about um, how that dancing was so bad when Crystal and Zach first show up at the club and they get her to do that private dance. Uh-huh. I was like, her dancing is the, like, most unsexy <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And they, like, pay her $500 to, like, go in the back and have that, like, quote-unquote private dance. Which is not I mean, at all. If it's five hundred dollars, I'll dance badly. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would dance naked. <laughs> yeah, no. I wouldn't look like her. <laughs> not, not at all. But, but like, yeah, if I don't have to like actually 
like sleep with you, then that five hundred bucks is fine, you know. But no, it it was just pretty gross that he was like jizzing in his pants. I was like, guys are oh, gross. Yeah, I know. Right? So so gross. Um, and then we already talked about the Versace dress, which yeah. is so funny. Um, I also love just when you go to Zach's house. And you see his house. We talked about his house. I love those like palm tree neon lights at the end of the pool. Yeah, I do too. I thought that was so cool and really cheesy. And then I wrote Kyle McLaughlin ass. And then I wrote update, not his. (laughs) 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 Update, that's not his. Got excited for nothing. It's a fucking body double. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, what is up with this psychotic pool sex scene? This was like psychotic, like possession. Like yeah. what yeah, a was bit. going on? I was like, a this is crazy. Um, and then I love at the audition for being Crystal's understudy, and mm. then she finds out that like I think uh, Crystal like comes up and sees that like she's doing really well, and that she's like freaking out and she doesn't want her to do it. And then she goes to know me like down in the dressing room, and she's like, "Well, you know what? Like I don't know about this. It's not good. I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna do." And then. Naomi's like, huh, well, you know, whatever. And then she says, she says to to Crystal, you shouldn't get pissed off. It makes you look older. <laughs> I, I like that. I thought that was really funny. Um, also, I love how she like, like Crystal gets like her lawyers involved and like threatens to leave if she becomes her understudy, which I thought mm-hmm. was really funny. Um, and then, oh God, I just wrote like that when she pushes her down the stairs it was pretty epic. Like that was yeah. pretty like standard like showbiz behavior where the understudy is like pushing the star. Because, and like I told you, I feel like drag queens would do that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's I think it's it's like the showbiz way, you know, like it's part of it. Like the understudy, you have to watch, you know, because they're so close mm-hmm. to just any moment, just taking your thunder, and then also it's she's younger too. <laughs> yeah. And I love that she like falls and she like breaks her hip. I was like, how old is she? <laughs> she never, like, dislocated her hip. They never disclosed their ages, did they? No. Well, wait, Nomi, Nomi's supposed to be like 18, right? Is she? I know she, Elizabeth Berkeley was 20. And a lot of people think that they oh, were like. During the film. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think that they were like, uh, or it was like written that she would, they thought that she was like being exploited mm. because she was like so young and new and, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. So I was like, well, I mean. It just, ugh, it's just weird. Um, I also love the scene where they find out that she's a criminal. Yeah. Where, like, Zach goes, like, Holly, calls yeah, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what? And then you find out that she's like, her dad killed her mom and then oh, yeah. killed and then himself. Killed himself. Yeah. And then she was in foster homes and she ran away. And then it was, like, solicitation in all these different cities. And I, I just love how you find out. And I love how she, like, spits in his face. <laughs> where she's just like, ugh get away from me. I love that. I thought that was really cool. And then I wrote beating up Andrew Carver. Finally, after that awful that was scene. Hot. I love that. Scene. I love that. Yeah. I totally love that. I love that she has a switchblade too. 30 times kick. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a roundhouse, like Chun Li, like I'm street. Like, right. <laughs> it was like, so like, <laughs> Very. like she like kicked. Yeah. She like kept like roundhouse kicking. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, it was just so good. The end. I was like, why is the same guy picking her up? Is yeah. this like, I mean, is this a joke? Like, I was like, wait, is this guy someone she knows? Or, and he's like, I'll get you your suitcase back. I was like, how? <laughs> like, you probably right. sold it to a pawn shop and it probably had a bunch of like random old clothes anyway. Like, I doubt it really had anything like, you know, valuable or anything in it. 
Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that was my that was where my final takes. Um, <laughs> this movie's really weird. I'm really glad that I saw it because now I have. You know, I want to see everything. You know, I don't yeah, ever want to not see anything. I mean, yeah. granted, I say that now, but there are certain actors that I, mean, I was going to say <laughs> I don't like. Um, that I and I, the other day, Susanna told me, like one of our friends, she told me that she's like, I think your bias on certain actors is getting getting in the way of you watching certain movies. I was like, well, that's. I mean, I was like, yeah, that could also be true, but there's so many different movies to pick from. Yeah. So why should I have you to know, like every single actor? Right. No, no, no. And I, I, I totally understand. I mean, because I've I've got the same issues sometimes. Yeah, everyone does. Maybe you yeah. maybe people don't know it or vocalize it or realize it, but there's certain actors that you're just not a fan of. It's like nothing personal, just not a fan of your shit. Like or people that were really good a long time ago. Like I kind of am getting off the Leo train. Yeah. The Leonardo DiCaprio train. I just okay. haven't liked his his film choices in the last uh, like 10 years i mean they've been okay but i just prefer his yeah. earlier work you i mean i mean? think like, like the last the last one i saw ooh, i can't even talk today um the last one i saw minus the netflix one about like the don't look up thing oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i saw part of that i need it to was like that. i loved great gatsby and that was the last leo film i saw that was good i liked wolf of wall street i, I really- did like I really like that. Yeah, I really like that one. That was probably... The, I mean, The Revenant was great, but he wasn't like... I mean, I he... Oh, it was good. He won the Oscar. It was great physically, but I feel like it wasn't like a meaty acting role because it was a lot of physical work, you know? Yeah. And it was cool. I mean, the way it was filmed, everything, it was really great. It just wasn't like a typical movie that you would think he would win for. So Johnny Depp yeah. is in the same way. Love Johnny Depp, but love his earlier work. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not really a fan of Pirates and post pirates i mean and i mean i'm not gonna open that pandora's box but like tom cruise i can't stand him other than uh interviewing the vampire like okay i honestly am coming around on that tom cruise train i do enjoy his movies but the more i find out like other shit about him yeah i mean i like mission impossible for what it is i mean that's Mm -hmm. i like the spy shit (laughs) <laughs> what yeah. the first the first, the first one? one yeah 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 the first one is good the the fallout one wasn't bad i kind of like yeah. that one yeah. but um yeah for the most part another one i like his earlier stuff i like his 90s work i like cocktail and like all those oh, 80s movies like top gun and all that shit yeah. but yeah for the most part i'm kind of that's all he does though is mission impossible exactly it's like yeah. literally all he does now so i mean he like typecasted himself yeah, but I mean, I guess he makes, he produces them, so I guess he can, and he does all the stunts, like, where else is he going to do all those crazy stunts that they'll let him, you know, if he's I producing do my them. own stunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, so cool. Um, yeah, I guess, like, that's all I have for Showgirls. I mean, I would encourage any 90s enthusiast for movies to watch this because this is a kind of as we mentioned in scream 2 this is like the butt of every bad movie joke for like 20 years it's always showgirls yeah um so it's actually not as bad as i thought but it's not a movie that like i would really want to watch again but i feel like recasted i would be down for a reboot i hardly ever say that yeah. But I, yeah, I, I would be down for a reboot a total reimagined I mean, reboot I wouldn't, I, right i wouldn't i wouldn't mind it yeah, I wouldn't hate it. We could still do a movie about uh, like the showgirl world of Vegas anyway. You know, like that's an easy thing and just change the script and have probably a woman direct it mm-hmm. or at least be involved. That would, that would somehow. definitely be a lot better. If a yeah. Woman it. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Especially for probably, this kind of movie. 
Or like a man that would at least give more freedom to his actors. Like Ryan Murphy could do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, can you imagine? Yeah, like Ryan Murphy starring Lindsay Lohan. I've literally just made her comeback movie. <laughs> like, yeah, there, but, okay. there you go. I've seen her dance in that one fucking movie. Oh my God. Oh, she, she did that a... movie where she was a stripper. Yeah, she was a I know who guy. killed me. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Uh... I never saw it though. Yeah, let's put somebody else in the role. Oh, okay. So we would have someone, maybe like a new person, yeah. like an up and coming person that we don't know, already know anything about. Ooh, I mean, that movie has 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, that Lindsay Lohan What, movie. I Know Who Killed Me? Yeah, so that's reviewed worse than Showgirls. Oh, yeah. So unless Ryan Murphy gets her actually like good stripping classes, I would rethink that. But, yeah, that's true, I guess. I just want Lo- Lohan to win, though. I just I, really want her to come back. To win? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want her to win. Yeah, I want her to not be, like, the butt of, you know, of, like, yeah. jokes anymore. You I think she's a good be, actor. As Tyra says, you want her to be on top. <laughs> you want to be on top? I can't wait for the surviving Tyra documentary, which is probably oh. going to happen at any time. Because there's it, always okay. girls on, like, Twitter being like, it was awful! <laughs> like, working on that! Yeah. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> if only... No, no. Oh. oh God, we're we're yawning already. I guess that oh, means we're no. at the end of our show. We're <laughs> at the end. I mean, in all in all, like you said, I mean, I would give this like a C plus. Yeah, I was gonna say like a solid C. Yeah, that would be mine. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's definitely worth yeah. watching for free on Tubi. But I can't imagine it'd be worth like renting or anything like. Oh, that. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean. Actually, do it. No, I don't have the movie. I have the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked about the soundtrack. I'm actually, like, going to go listen to it this afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I, I recommend that. I mean, like I said, to you, to anybody, that soundtrack is just, it's 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 fun. Cool. All right. Fun. Well, yeah, this is the end of our, our show here. Uh, let's see. Next month, well, we have an episode coming up for the anniversary where we're going to be talking the 1996 VMAs. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that. We're probably going to do more VMAs uh, in the future. So I'm really stoked for that because it's two years since the start of the podcast. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, we have Patreon. Uh, Buffy is going to be up later this week on Friday because we'll be hearing this tomorrow. Yeah. Buffy season one. We're going to do season by season, season every month, probably just so that we have some time to like watch the other season and talk about it but i'm really stoked for that and then yeah just more stuff on patreon five bucks a month sign up the link is in the notes and uh yeah we'll see you on the next one see ya bye